from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good Monday morning to you. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Fubo, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. However, you're taking us in, we appreciate it. It's Gil Alexander, Brian Ortega. In for the vacationing. Is he vacationing? Jeff Parlay. What's he doing? I, maybe. I, I guess. We don't know. They just call me, I show up. Parlay was like, I'm out. Yeah. I mean, you're an athlete. When they say I have to work with Gil Alexander, I'm like, please. Uh, please? In a good way? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, well, I enjoy you. it. I appreciate that. I enjoy you. Later, maybe some Brian Ortega entertainment recommendations. How about that? Oh, yeah, for sure. I watched a movie I forgot to tell you last week, so that's uh, good. I'm glad I got this opportunity to do it again. When Brian is here, we have to take advantage of his entertainment expertise, so we will do that later on the show. Paul Spore on baseball. I guess the biggest news since our departure on Friday, Fernando Tatis, 80-game suspension. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. JVT joins us. Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst. Because uh, we haven't talked about these rumors. Like, I try to stay away from all of these NBA shenanigans until something happens. Well, it's been a while. Let's talk to JVT about the latest rumors. KD to Philly. What Betsy's made in the NBA. Wes Reynolds will join us to talk golf. Uh, Matt Humans joins us as well. Oh, it's a VEASAN fest. Matt Humans, uh, the, the lead in both our college football and pro football guides, we'll talk his favorite college football bets, or some of his favorites. We don't give away everything in the uh, guides, but some of his favorites in college football and in pro football as well. Always nice to uh, catch up with Matt. I was mentioning Wes Reynolds. What, what a tournament yesterday, the first of the three FedEx Cup tournaments, uh, the FedEx St. Jude Challenge, Will Zalatoris 
wins it in a playoff against Sepp Straka, where just unbelievable if you missed it. Uh, third hole of the playoff, which was the 11th hole on the course. Wills Alatoris kept a ball dry. It had to be an act of God. It's the only way you can describe it. Was it six bounces on the stones? It stays dry. And then Sepp Straka, instead of playing it safe, puts his in the drink and like completely turns uh, from being a massive favorite to a massive dog at that point. Just incredible. Willie Z, you had Wills Alatoris, Brian, did you? I did, yes. What a sweat. I'm so happy. Good for you, man. So, yeah, did, good. so did Wes Reynolds. So did Matt Humans. That's right. I, I will listen to long shots. There you go. Oh, so you got it from them. There you go. Um, I ended up losing my uh, primetime action uh, one and done. I gave it a run with Colin Morikawa. Got close at the end. Literally our entire season of one and done in primetime action came down to the final two holes of our last tournament. Brutal. Anyway, I'll buy them dinner. Talking about Matt Brown and Kelly Bidlin. But what I really wanted to talk about, by the way, we will have tennis picks here coming up momentarily as well as they uh, start in Cincinnati, both on the men's and the women's side. Uh, we had a nice tournament in Montreal and Toronto last week. Nice winning week on the hard courts. We'll see if we can't uh, best that today. Four tennis picks coming up. But what I really wanted to talk about with this golf tournament, though, Brian, is that um, this really conjured up, from a sports betting perspective, this really conjured up memories of something that happened five years ago. In case you missed it, uh, yesterday, there was controversy with Cameron Smith. Cam Smith, the PGA Tour, penalized him two shots at the FedEx St. Jude on Sunday, yesterday, upon learning that he took a drop in the wrong place after hitting into the water on the par three fourth hole in the third round on Saturday. Here's the statement from the PGA Tour. Quote, prior to the start of the final round of the FedEx St. Jude Championship, Cameron Smith was assessed a two-stroke penalty for a breach of Rule 14.7. Oh, who doesn't know that rule? You know that rule, Brian, right? 14.7. Playing ball from the wrong place. On hole number four during the third round as he was operating under Rule 17.1 when ball is in a penalty area. Smith's score has been adjusted and he will begin the final round at 201, meaning nine under. So, just sort of stating that otherwise... Smith had signed for a 367 and was two shots behind the leader, J.J. Spawn, heading into the final round. But after the penalty, again, assessed the morning of the final round, he started the final round four strokes behind him instead of two strokes behind him. He finished the event, by the way, tied for 13th, shooting at even par 70 in the final round. The details, he had hit his tee shot onto the green, but it had bounced left into adjoining pond. He then took two clubs lengths of the relief on his drop. His ball rolled back toward the water, settled with part of his ball on the red penalty area line, he played his third shot from there, nearly chipped his ball into the hole. Gary Young, the uh, chief ref for the PGA Tour, said they noticed his ball was close to the penalty area line during live action. Young, that's the official, talked to the rules official as a chief referee talking to the rules official. It was on the fourth hole, but it wasn't called over by Cameron Smith for a ruling. And the quote was, uh, from the uh, from the chief referee, it looked like his ball was awfully close to the line, but we felt comfortable that the player knew enough that he wouldn't play a ball that was touching the line of the penalty area. But then another member of the rules committee raised concerns about his drop after watching a rebroadcast a rebroadcast of the third round, according to Young. Young then said that Smith's ball was close enough to the line that we decided we should probably talk to the player himself. And when they asked Cameron Smith about the situation on Sunday morning, he handled it like a gentleman. Smith said, yeah, my ball was definitely touching the line. Quote, he wasn't aware that no portion of the ball could be touching the penalty area line. He thought that if a portion of the ball was in the general area of the course, he was safe to play it. I uh, took the moves, as I said, like complete gentleman, he said, and said the rules were the rules. Okay, 
Um, by the way, then there's other stuff. Then there's the conspiracy theories. And this is I'll get back to this. This is not what I was concerned with. But the conspiracy theorists are like, oh, well, he could have been he could have been number one in the world. He's going to play live golf, according to all the reports. So this was the PGA Tours way of sticking it to him. I don't care about all that, whether you believe that or not. What I'm, from a gambling perspective, what I'm interested in is this conjures up the memory of five years ago. We were about a month into VEASAN. VEASAN was a month old at the time, literally a month, because we started at the end of February 2017. This was, I think, the beginning of April. There was an LPGA event, Lexi Thompson. Some of you will remember that name. Lexi Thompson, we talked about this on air. At that time, Lexi Thompson, ahead of the field by three strokes with six holes remaining in some tournament, was approached by an LPGA official to inform her of the error that took place the previous day, Saturday. Keep in mind, she was ahead of the field by three strokes with six holes remaining in the golf tournament. She was on her way to winning the golf tournament. And with six holes remaining, they come and say, hey, yeah, you messed up something on Saturday. At that time, this is 2017, she was given a two-stroke penalty for the incorrect placement and another two-stroke penalty for turning in an incorrect scorecard. Because golf is all about golf rules. And the mistake in that time was caught by a television viewer, a fan, if you recall this story. And we were, like, we were sitting here like just completely outraged. LPGA officials reviewed the tape from the round after the fan tipped him off which showed that she had placed the ball one inch away from her marker before a third-round putt. The ball was just one foot away from the cup, a total gimme. She did force a playoff, but then she lost in the playoff. Even, like, Tiger Woods got on it and, like, was killing the tour for doing that. You're listening to a fan? Anyway, sometime after that, the golf, golf's governing body said, okay, even we recognize that a fan calling in something and then signing the wrong scorecard over something you didn't know happened and, and assessing that penalty in addition. Those two things, we can't have that anymore. No fan should be allowed to do that, and we can't double it up with the, with the wrongly signed scorecard. So we did get rid of that, which is why yesterday Cam Smith was only assessed the two-stroke and not four-strokes because we got rid of the whole sign the wrong scorecard thing. But my point is from a gambling perspective, you cannot do this. We are betting on these things. It was one thing to do in an LPGA tour five years ago where most people, if not, I don't know who was betting on that at the time, to be quite honest with you. But this is Cameron Smith in the FedEx St. Jude Championship, the first of the FedEx Cup three tournament arc. You, there has to be a statute of limitations on this. And I don't know if that statute of limitations is before the scorecard is signed, the day of the round in question, midnight of that day or what happened yesterday before he tees off the following round, whatever it is, that has to be defined. And if you're saying to yourself, oh, Gil, you see everything through a gambling perspective. I mean, you expect them to change all this stuff because of gambling? Yeah, I do. They did it then. They did it then. They, they were able to advance the game by saying, okay, yeah, a fan shouldn't be able to call this kind of infraction in. And yes, we shouldn't double up the penalty with a, with a uh, wrongly signed scorecard. They need, to, they need to set this in stone as well. And if you're, like, if you're still not convinced, you know, the reason for, for holding them to the fire on this is as our buddy Jason Weingarten uh, tweeted yesterday on Spreadopedia, where he tweets from, of course, he said the PGA runs gambling commercials during golf. They have official gambling partners, and the Waste Management Open in Phoenix will have a sports book on site next year. 
It's a very bad look to assess one of the overnight betting favorites, a two-stroke penalty before the final round. Cameron Smith was the overnight betting favorite heading into the final round of this tournament. So people are betting rampantly on Cam Smith. Some people are. And only to find out they overpaid on something that wasn't what they thought they were betting on in the first place. We can't have that anymore. We just cannot have that. And by the way, golf is the one sport. I always say golf is, is the sport most ripe for a betting revolution. We'll see if it ever happens. But the reason that it's ripe for a betting revolution is part and parcel with the fact that it's a full pool of players playing over four days. No other sport, obviously, is like that. But because of those same reasons that makes it great for a betting revolution are the same reasons where you can't blame the sports book for not refunding anything yesterday. Because what are they supposed to do? Refund hundreds and hundreds of bets on wildly different things, all affected by this one thing, they can't do that. So you can't really point the finger at sportsbooks. You have to point the finger at P- at the PGA Tour primarily, but get it together with sportsbooks and set guidelines on this. The other sort of thing, and I remember we mentioned this five years ago with Lexi Thompson, and I'll stop on this, but what if the violation had happened in the final round? What if the violation had happened in the final round, we go ahead and award a trophy... We go ahead and award all the purses, including yesterday's massive $2.7 million first place purse for the FedEx St. Jude Championship. And then on Monday, are you really going to go back and do something about that? No, you're not. You're absolutely not going to do that after a trophy and the money's been handed out. And the points, by the way, towards the FedEx Cup. So if there's an inherent inconsistency already with that, then you know something's messed up. you got to get it together, PGA Tour. We'll come back. The tennis picks. Matt Humans, his favorite college football plays of the year. And NFL as well. Numbers game. VEASAN. The Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. 
It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Starting to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account. The star places sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state of the art technology and fan friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly if you have a gambling problem problem call 1-800-522-4700 we get tweets at beating the book always appreciate the feedback trevor warwick and of course i made a cam smith bet sunday morning before the news trevor speaks for many jason stark although not that jason stark he said hey gil i had willie z 25 to 1 preflop thanks to uh, matt humans but added cam 4 to 1 for a hedge on saturday night lucky uh, willie won but not happy i lost part of my winnings to a rule they waited to apply for nearly 18 hours pga is crooked it's all about liv to them i don't know about that last part but they got to get it together they got to standardize that chris heath should i feel guilty about cashing my willie z ticket <laughs> no you should not chris heath uh doug wedge preach gill preach also the mental aspect of learning you were assessed a two-stroke penalty 30 minutes before you tee off probably ended up being even more or even worse rather of a round for cam because of that once all cards are signed at the end of a round that should be it um, do to do to do James Spivey one more. You're correct in saying there should be a time limitation on assessing a, a penalty. If not, you could review past events and charge, uh, change the outcomes. That's why I mentioned that part about the, you know, if it happens in the final round, you're not coming back today and saying, Hey, can we get that 2.7 million back? We get that trophy back. You're not doing that. So that already is an inconsistency. Um, tennis picks real quick before we get to humans. Get four tennis picks. We're in Cincinnati. Both the men and the women. Men were in Montreal last week. Women were in Toronto. Today, two on the women's side, two on the men's side. I think the Dimitrov one is out of whack. I don't think you can play that one anymore. But here on the women's side, I got Daria Kasatkina plus 106 against the American Amanda Nisimova. I don't think Kasatkina should be in plus money on that, more of a coin flip. So I got her at plus 106. Jill Teichman plus 104 against Patrick Vitova. The big dog, which is the one I feel the best about, John Jeffrey Wolf, J.J. Wolf at plus 173 over Emil Rusevori, and then the one I just uh, referenced. I don't think, I think this one might be out of range. Grigor Dimitrov, I got at minus 114 last night over Denis Shapovalov. I, you shouldn't play that if it's over minus 130, which I think it is now. Um, but we'll put all four of those in the newsletter. That's where I bet them. Uh, but don't play that last one if it's outside of the parameters. Matt Humans joins us, ladies and gentlemen. He's the co-host of The Edge, and he is the man most responsible for a collective effort at Visa to putting out these great guides. Seemingly every sports season we have, but obviously primarily the most uh, major of our North American sports. College football guide, which is out now from Visa, and the pro football guide, which is just around the corner. It's Matt Humans, everybody, our, our senior editor. How you doing, man? Hey, Gil. Um, up early today. Actually been up all night. Um, so... Ready to talk some uh, football with you, but 
I'll tell you about Steve Mackman and his crew in Wisconsin. They do a great job on these uh, college pro football guides as well. I want to say one thing about Cam Smith. I had rules out of Taurus, obviously, but I hate the way the penalty was assessed. I think it's a, it's a dumb rule, and uh, it was very unfortunate. I, I feel bad for uh, – I kind of feel bad for Cam Smith and the people who bet on him because I think that was nonsense, that whole situation. But I'll tell you this, too, and, you know, a lot of times you look at sports betting, some people look at it as entertainment. Sometimes you get caught up in these uh, in these golf players, and it becomes an investment. I had Will Zalatoris. I was at Torrey Pines in late January, and I had him at 40-1, to 1, and he had the lead on the back nine, and he had that tournament by the throat, and he, he couldn't make a putt to close it out. He lost the playoff. I chased that kid all summer, <laughs> probably lost. I seriously did, because I, I knew he was going to win. Coming into the year, he was the guy I targeted. I said, this kid is going to win. So uh, I, I lost 11 futures bets on him until I finally hit this one over the weekend. I had to keep betting more because I was invested uh, so much in Wills Alatoris. I had to get to the point where I got a return on my investment, and I think it came out about five units ahead. But i, I got to tell you, it was a... Uh, it was a frustrating summer with uh, Willie Z. Isn't that it's, it's such gambling psychology, right? It's like the lottery player who plays the same numbers every day, and they like, if, if, God forbid, they don't play it the one day it hits. How many golfers do you do that with? <laughs> is, is, right. Was Willie Z the only guy you've do, you're doing that with, or do you have another nemesis like that? Uh, actually, I had um, <clears throat> excuse me had um, another player I hit on early in the season, and then Cameron Young became uh, another player. That I started to do that with after I watched him at the Genesis in L.A. and obviously Cam- Cameron Young's I think got four seconds and three thirds. And I'm probably down I think about seven bets on on Cameron Young, but uh, he's going to win eventually. And um, you know I'm not too worried about that. But I, you know I, I typically go into a golf season and target one or two guys who I know are, are going to win, and I, I play those guys until they cash and and the strategies worked out uh, pretty well for the most part. You know, sometimes you get these guys like Willie Z that you have to chase for a long time, and it doesn't work out the way you hope, but, um, you know, that's life, sports betting, and um, things don't always work out the way you want. Things don't always work out the way you want, that's for sure. All right, college football. You have a a mess of season win totals. Obviously, we can't get to all of them, and uh, all of these, I would assume, are in the college football betting guy, but which are the... uh, which are the two or three you feel best about? Which would you single out here? Yeah, and like you say, you were talking about the, the tennis play where the number got away. Some of these win totals, the numbers are not there anymore. And that's why, you know, I, I wouldn't recommend Alabama anymore. I'd play Alabama over 10.5 minus 225, and that's because uh, I thought that win total should have been set at 11 or 11.5, obviously. And uh, minus 225 is uh, up to probably – dollars at this point two two eighty five three dollars so not necessarily going to recommend that Colorado under three and a half you're not going to find the three and a half anymore I do like Kansas State over six and a half and I had to lay a dollar fifty on K State but you'll remember a couple years ago Adrian Martinez was attracting a lot of hype it was misguided hype but in the Heisman market he was drawing a lot of money and uh, his last couple of years in Nebraska have been a little bit disappointing. Had a problem with turnovers. He's now at Kansas State. He's Chris Kleiman's quarterback. Deuce Vaughn is the K-State running back. You've got um, 
I think, 15 starters back for the Wildcats. I like the way the schedule sets up for K-State. When I bet a team over the total in college football, I really have to believe in the head coach. I think Chris Kleiman's one of the best, most underrated coaches in college football. I played K-State over six and a half. Uh, Brian Kelly kind of falls into the same category for me. Uh, the last four years at Notre Dame, when Kelly was the betting favorite, the Irish went 40-1 and one straight up. He does not lose games that he's supposed to win. He's got three quarterbacks he can win with here. Brought in a ton of talent in the transfer portal. Uh, Brian Kelly over six and a half in his first year at LSU. I laid a dollar thirty on this, and uh, actually, about two weeks later, it was down to minus one ten. Huh. But I think uh, from LSU contacts I've talked to, they feel like uh, the Tigers got a really good chance to win eight or more. So I like LSU over six and a half. And another one uh, I do like over, and I'll give you an underplay here in a minute. But uh, Ole Miss over seven and a half it was one of my best bets last year. And it's uh, one of my favorite plays this year. The Rebels, minus 135 to go over. Lane Kiffin, whether you like him or not, he's an outstanding offensive coach. He killed it in the transfer portal. Probably, uh, I would say Ole Miss did the second-best job behind USC in terms of bringing in talent in the transfer portal. And that's one thing that's a little bit different when you handicap college football this year. Don't overreact to the number of returning starters. Ole Miss has only got five starters back on offense. Matt Corral's gone to the NFL. I think that gives us value on this win total because uh, maybe odds makers or the betting market don't realize how much talent Ole Miss has gotten that offense. Jackson Dart, the transfer quarterback from USC, is incredibly talented. I like him just as much or more than Matt Corral in terms of his potential. I think he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in college football over the next two years. And um, like I said, Kiffin brought in so much talent that the returning starters number is a little bit misleading. So I like Ole Miss over seven and a half, and I'll give you an under on Oklahoma. I know Chris, the bear, Felica, who's on your show quite a bit, likes this as well. Sooners under nine and a half, minus 120. Brent Venables, a new coach. Dylan Gabriel is the, um, is the uh, new quarterback for the Sooners. And I was trying to look up the number here real quick. But last year with... Uh, Last year with Lincoln Riley calling the shots and Caleb Williams the quarterback, the Sooners won six games decided by seven points or fewer. This team played with fire uh, last year and escaped. And I don't think that's going to be the case this year. Of all the new coaches, the high-profile programs, I think Brent Venables is the most likely to underachieve. And there are a lot of coin flip-type games in the Big 12. I think uh, Oklahoma under nine and a half is a, a really strong, strong play. Matt, only 30 seconds before the break here. Trans- transfer portal, though, you bring it up. Is Has that been a, how would you assess it, a net positive for your handicapping in, in which you feel like you maybe there's more edges out there for you or a net negative? Yeah, I think a positive, Gil, because um, if you stay on top of the transfer portal, which is tough to do, I, and, and if you really know the talent, I think you uh, you do have an edge as a handicapper. You have a better feel for which teams made out the best or got hurt the worst by transfers. Yeah, I would imagine that would be the case. If you know your stuff, it can yeah. only be a good thing. Uh, more with Matt Humans on the other side. He's kind enough to hang with us for two segments. We'll talk NFL and uh, have a fast food question for him. I think, I, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't ask him one. That's on the other side. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
the numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. As mentioned, the VSIN college football guide is out now, and our NFL guide drops next week. Our experts provide profiles of every team with team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, though, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become, that's guides plural, is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get all-access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175. Or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. And as mentioned, Matt Humans front and center, uh, doing such a great job on these. And they seem to get just better and better every year. Um, Matt, before we talk uh, NFL, I, I teased before the commercial about wanting to ask you something about fast food. I, I lied. It, it's sort of related to fast food, which is somebody somebody said that you provided this detail here recently um, about that while you eat all this fast food, you don't drink sodas. And I have called you, and I say this with, and I'm being serious here, I say this half with amazement half with the ultimate respect because I call you, I call you a medical <laughs> I call you a medical marvel like I don't know how you do this but it, would you say that not drinking soda might be the secret sauce on this so to speak secret sauce uh, you know what that could be a good way to put it I decided about I want to say about five years ago now I, I drank cokes and I've seen you walk into the studio with the mountain dew before which really surprised me because I thought you were more health conscious <laughs> than that <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, no, I resemble that remark, man. Yes. <laughs> I think uh, four or five years ago, I said, you know what? I was reading some stuff about Coke and how unhealthy it is, and I started to think, I'm drinking way too much of this crap, and I drink enough beer, and if I drink all these uh, Cokes and things like that, it's going to make me too fat, especially around the, around the belly. So I cut that stuff out, going to drink more water. And uh, I see, and I think that's been a, a healthy change, Gil. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, just, I think drinking too many cokes is uh, just a net negative. Let's put it that way. And um, I, I think that's been a, a big positive in the uh, in, in the changes I've made in terms of the fast food routine is the drinks. It's kind of a it's a, it's a under the radar change, but I think it was an important one. It's huge, it's huge. Brian, have you ever had Mountain Dew before? <laughs> They go, they go to the mountain and they get the dew off the mountain, I'm told. That's why it tastes like that. They don't do that? They don't do that. It has to be correct, right? <laughs> I think so, otherwise. Uh, all right, Matt, uh, we'll go to the NFL here for a second again. The NFL guide coming out next week, which we're all looking forward to. L- let me sort of, I'll frame it this way. What NFL bets do you have that just sort of anecdotally you feel are sort of counter, maybe not even anecdotally, maybe based on price move also, are, are counter to the market or counter to conventional wisdom, would you say? Uh, you know what? I'm going to start with, uh, by the way, I love Mountain Dew, too. Oh, okay. But I just uh, can't drink them like I used to. You know, so not knocking Mountain Dew. Yeah. That's a great drink. Um, I think Cowboys under is probably one that's a little bit contrarian. There's a, a really sharp better from the East Coast, I know. He was asking me for my plays last week, and I told him uh, the five that I played, the five futures bets I played in the NFL, and he's like, Cowboys, Really? Uh, yeah, well, I played Cowboys under ten and a half at minus one forty-five, and that's a bet. I think that number is still at bet MGM as we speak, and a lot of books are at ten on the market. I don't like this Cowboys team much at all. I think the offensive line's really deteriorated over the last couple of years. Tyron Smith's not the same player he used to be. You just don't. 
uh, you don't have that world greater offensive line that the Cowboys had when the Zeke Elliott was the leading rusher in the NFL. This offense has changed uh, quite a bit, and Zeke is also a step slower. Um, and I don't even think Zeke would be on the roster if it weren't all, for all the guaranteed money on his contract at this point because Tony Pollard's been a better running back the last uh, couple of years. The Cowboys are thinner at the receiver position. Amari Cooper, I don't think he was uh, as good as media hype, but he's going to be missed. And that's Michael Gallup's not going to be there when the season starts. The Cowboys, I think, are worse on the offensive line, thinner at the receiver positions, and uh, a lot's going to be on Dak Prescott to try to carry that offense. And uh, defensively, I'm not sure the Cowboys' pass rush is any uh, better than average. In the secondary, I think they're going to have coverage issues. Uh, when I look at the Cowboys' schedule as well, and I wrote this up for the VEASAN uh, Pro Football Betting Guide that's coming out, I think, next week, uh, I I'll be, would not be surprised at all if the Cowboys are a, a 500 type of team the entire season and uh, finish somewhere around 9-8. Nine, nine and and I actually think 10-7 and seven would be a great season for the Cowboys. The schedule's tougher than it was a year ago, and I really like under 10.5 on the Cowboys' win total. Are you one of these guys then, um, sort of connecting this to the Cowboys, are you bullish on the Eagles? Because we hear a lot of that this summer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes, I am. And mm-hmm. I actually started talking about that in May, and uh, that, was, that was really got me on the anti-Cowboys as well, but also I don't like Mike McCarthy. I think he's a buffoon, and he's a he's a bet against coach. <laughs> as far as the Eagles go, uh, I played the Eagles to win the NFC East to plus one eighty five. I think when you look at the Eagles and Dolphins, <clears throat> this is what you have to do with a young quarterback who's, who's trying to find his way. You got to surround him with as many weapons as possible and put him in a situation to succeed. And that's what the Eagles have done here with Jalen Hurts. I know plenty of people who don't like Hurts. That's fine. I don't care. I, I really don't want to be with popular opinion when you're handicapping the NFL. It's fine with me if everybody else hates Hurts. I, I think he's got great leadership abilities. I think he's got playmaking abilities. Yeah, his passing accuracy needs some work. His arm strength is probably a little bit below average. But if you look at the weapons the Eagles have surrounded him with, starting with that trade for A.J. Brown on draft day, uh, it's pretty impressive. And the offensive line, I think, is going to be a top-ten offensive line in the league. Eagles defensively have done a lot to, to build up the defensive front and the corners. I think they got two of the better corners uh, in football. So I actually like the, I like the Eagles quite a bit to be better than the Cowboys. When I was breaking this down, I'm, I'm writing about the NFC East for the betting guy. I like the Eagles at almost every position better then the Cowboys, and I think um, you got some value there. I did play over eight and a half earlier in the summer, but that number's long gone, so I don't even uh, mention that anymore. That's up to nine and a half. Like you said, there's been so much Eagles hype, but yeah, I'm with it. I think the Eagles win that division, and the Cowboys are going to be are going to disappoint a lot of people who have high high expectations. By the way, are you a preseason better, Matt? What's that? Are you a preseason better by nature? Are you betting these games? Yeah. I I bet uh, four preseason bets so far, two and two, and um, I, I did not play the Eagles in the preseason. I, I considered playing against the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy now went five straight up in ATS the last two preseasons. The 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 injury to uh, to Zach Wilson <clears throat> for the Jets. Pardon me, mm-hmm. the injury to Zach Wilson. Like, yeah. Does that change your 
your short-term outlook on the Jets at all, or were you already sort of anti-Jets to begin with? You know, I really wasn't pro or anti-Jets. Um, not really sure what to make him. I'm probably a little bit more anti-Jets. I, I have a feeling that Zach uh, Wilson's not going to be uh, all that the Jets hope he's going to be. Uh, so I was a little bit more anti-Jets, but as far as that goes, that probably hasn't changed my opinion a lot. I think the numbers been adjusted here where you're going to see a lot of anti-Jets when we come in at this point. So I'm not going to be on that play one way or another. All right. What other? Let's go to the AFC uh, mm-hmm. along with the Jets. What, what was your? We talked NFCs. What what AFC season win plays are your favorites right now? Uh, let's see. I actually have only got a couple season win total plays. The other one I played was the Bears under six and a half at. Uh, that's also a bet in MGM. I played that last week at minus one forty. I'm convinced the Bears are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, I talked about the Cowboys' offensive line. The Bears really bad on the offensive line. Eagles and Dolphins did a lot to help out Jalen Hurts and Tua. What did the Bears do to help Justin Fields? Not much at all. Uh, they just don't have playmakers on that offense. Defense is definitely not going to be as good. I think it's a it's a total rebuild for Matt Eberflus taking over as head coach. I said one positive is Matt Nagy is gone. You, you could prop up a scarecrow on the sideline, and that would be a coaching upgrade for the Bears this season. <laughs> Eberflus, I think, has got to he's got to rebuild. They got to. They're going to clean the salary cap, that whole situation. I think the Bears are going to use this as kind of a throwaway year and target next year. And when you look at the the roster, man, it needs so much work. It's one of the worst in the league. Uh, The Lions are better. That's the worst team in the NFC North, and I I think one of the uh, three worst teams in the NFL is our power rate right now. So uh, there's going to be – obviously there's been a lot of money coming in anti-Bears here in the past week. Or two, so that number's changed a little bit. But I like Bears under six and a half. Also played the Ravens to win the AFC North, and right now I think uh, Circa DraftKings has best number on that, a plus one fifty-five. Talked about betting the preseason, obviously twenty-one in a row now for the Ravens, and they don't even have to do it with the starters; they're playing backups. Uh, that's a team that's drafted well. It's a great organization from top to bottom. I like the Ravens in that division. And, uh, Gil, I know we're about out of time, but I played the Colts at 25-1 to to win the Super Bowl. I think that's your sleeper team in the AFC. Uh, I like what Matt Ryan can do and what Carson Wentz couldn't do for that team last year. I I am with you on being bullish about the Colts. I really do. Obviously, a weak division as well. That'll get them a long way Mm -hmm. towards the uh, the state to go. Matt, appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. You bet, Gil. Thanks, man. Matt Humans, everybody. At Matt Humans uh, 24-7 on Twitter. Our senior editor, co-host of The Edge, right here at VEASAN. Coming back, some NFL thoughts from this past weekend. Numbers game, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, CJ. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The action never stops at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSIN1000 and your first wager's risk free up to $1,000. BetMGM's state of the art app offers a variety of parlay selected features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odds specials, and much more. No matter what your favorite sport is, you'll find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Simply download the BetMGM app. That's the BetMGM app today, or go to betmgm.com and enter bonus code VSIN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offers not available in Nevada or New York. It's Gil Alexander. Brian Ortega in for uh, the vacationing Jeff Parlay. We've decided he's on vacation. Yeah, we'll go with that. He'll be here tomorrow, though, right? I believe so. We think. Brian's like, I don't know, we'll find out. Yes, I think Jeff Barley is back tomorrow. But thank you, Brian. Thank you to you, Elliot Bowman, Bowman everybody who's been sitting in that chair uh, in his stead. We get tweets at beating the book. Gary Kincaid, you're right, Gil, on the PGA. Uh, rules official on every on every hole. They have a rules official on every hole. It was his responsibility to see Cam's ball was on the line. Call the penalty at the time of the foul like every other sport. Again, for those who missed the uh, first segment, talking about this just again from a – from a sports betting perspective, five years ago, Lexi Thompson on the LPGA Tour, they did make a change. 
you can't, we can't have fans calling in and calling these penalties. We got to keep it to our rules officials. We'll change that. We also just cannot compound it by then saying, oh, yeah, you also signed a bad scorecard. So that's why Cam's was only two yesterday. And then for me, it's about the timing. You got to establish it, whatever it is. If you say it's by signing the scorecard that day, by the time of the signing of the scorecard that day, by midnight, or what they did yesterday before the tee off of the next day, I don't think it should be that, but you've got to establish what the rule is on this. Because otherwise, people are making random bets. And again, the, the last thing on this, if you're in bed with, with these sports books, advertising-wise, you do have that kind of responsibility. You made changes before, you could do them again. Roger Kane, kudos to Matt Humans for sticking with Will Z. I was riding with him until the latest tournament. Talk about jumping off the wagon one stop too soon. At least I had Morikawa top five. Oh, Morikawa gave it a run. He was too bad. He thre- He was threatening. Oh, he that, was right there. That would have been, if I had hit the, so again, one and done with, with Matt Brown and Kelly Bidlin, our old primetime action crew. If I had gotten the 2.7, I would have come from the depths to beat them. Oh, or at least to be one of them. Because Sam Burns was floundering. Burns was floundering more. Burns, uh, Matt had Burns. Kelly was good no matter what was wrong. Man, now I got to buy him dinner. That's cool. There's an excuse to go to dinner. Duke of the South. Gil, you go too fast with tennis. Can you repeat or have the producer put them on Twitter? Always interested to see. Well, it is in the newsletter. We do that. By the way, Babyface Assassin has the same complaint. He says, Gil, I've got three. I missed one somewhere. Wolf Dimitrov and Kasatkina. Um, Also, Bill Hooker. My apologies. I had to get a haircut. Can you repeat tennis? Can we repeat tennis for everybody? Can we throw those back up on the screen? Yeah, we we do do it. Uh, So it is is, uh, Daria Kasatkina. At plus 106 against Amanda Nisimova. Jill Teichman, plus 104 over Patrick Vitova. John Jeffrey Wolf, plus 173 over Emil Rusevori. And then, as I mentioned, this fourth one that I played last night, I think is just way out of whack. Let me, let me check on it right now as we're doing this. But I got Grigor Dimitrov at minus 114 last night against Denis Shapovalov. Somewhere, Alan Boston, very upset with me right now for betting against Dennis Shapovalov. Poor guy. He loves Shapovalov. Um, that price is currently, doing this live, that price is currently minus 139. Yeah, you can't play that anymore. Anything over minus 129, you shouldn't be playing. So it's really the top three. Cassett, Kina, Teichman, and John Jeffrey Wolf. Uh, this is from, also on Twitter, beating the book, Kenny G. Uh, Morning, Gil, are you getting in Survivor this year? When is Chrissy starting Monday Guessing Lines? Great show. All right, two questions. One, am I getting in Survivor? <laughs> am I getting in Survivor? It's my lifeblood during the football season. Absolutely, I'm getting in Survivor. Still haven't decided how many entries I'm going to have in the Circus Survivor contest. Only had two last year, I think. Two? No, no, that's, a, that's not correct. Two the year before. I think I had more than that last year. But not the full compliment. I don't know if I'll go full compliment because, again, my point with that is you don't play the others optimally anyway, except for your last one. Uh, Chrissy guessing lines always starts before week two of the National Football League season. The Megapod always starts before week one. This is from uh, Frank from Seven Hills. You must trademark the term medical marvel. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm not the first one who's used that phrase before. Uh, three Jack H3131, referring to Matt Humans, by the way, is medical marvel. Someone call the New England Journal of Medicine and tell them about humans, by the way. 3JackH3131. Hey, Gil, did you uh, come up with a third futures play on the women's side of the U.S. Open? 
I found your play of Beatrice Haddad Maya at 65 to 1 last week. Now I see 28 to 1 and 29 to 1. If nothing else, I'll have some CLV to spend. Yeah, I, I uh, mentioned on Friday, I have the Ega ticket, Ega Sviantec. 7-1 to one that I got the night that Ash Barty retired for the U.S. Open. It'll be the last time we ever have an EGA ticket like this, by the way. 7-1. Uh, to one. But I added Beatrice Haddad-Maya, who lost in the finals in Toronto yesterday to Simona Halep in three sets, got her to win the U.S. Open at 50-1. to one. A lot of people got her at 65-1, to one, got a better number than I did. The answer is no, I did not add anybody else. But... I had mentioned that I had Nick Kyrgios at 12 to 1, and some people were like, hey, I got a 35 to 1, I got 28 to 1. So as I was going out of here on Friday, I started just scanning the apps in town, and the win had a stray 30 to 1 on Kyrgios. So I went across town and I got that, but severely limited. I asked for a number, and they're like, hey, we can only give you a quarter of that. I'm like, a quarter of that? Well, what's your next number? Figuring, okay, well, maybe it'll still be a playable number. They went from 30 to 1 to 7 to 1. I was like, okay, thanks. I'll just take what you give me. You should have put a hat on. Oh, like put a, put a mustache yeah, on a or mustache, something? Yeah, mustache, little hat. What about now? <laughs> I'm a totally different person. I'm Alexander Gill, not Gill Alexander. <laughs> That's right. Okay, uh, football this weekend. Again, I'm not a huge preseason better. I also, the main thing is I don't want to sort of extrapolate from preseason and then like let it influence me. We talked about that a little with Wishnev on Friday into the regular season, but obviously... Zach Wilson with a knee injury. It is not an ACL. He, it, it is not a full-season injury, but it could keep him out. Uh, meniscus could keep him out of the regular season for the first couple weeks, maybe. Who knows? We'll see what the timeline is. Um, we talked about how when we were doing, uh, Parlay and I were doing last team to be winless. We talked about three teams. The Falcons were plus 450. These are available not in the state of Nevada, but at places like DraftKings and elsewhere, MGM. Um, but I think we were looking at the DraftKings lines. Falcons were plus 450. They were the short shot. But the other two teams we talked about, on the long shot side, we talked about the Chiefs at 100-1 to just because their schedule is brutal, and 100-1 to might be a fun bet to have. But the one in the middle we talked about, this was before the Wilson injury, was the Jets, 10-1. to I don't know what their number is right now. We'll have to check on that. But Because I wonder if the Wilson injury got people betting that as well. Maybe they did after our segment last week too. But that looks that much more appetizing now for those who want to bet into that kind of market. Uh, the, the three sort of co- teams with quarterback death chart battles, how did that go this weekend? Again, for those who are interested in betting some season-long things on these teams and might just want to have it in a tidy little nugget here, Steelers. Steelers won 32-25 to week one over the Seahawks. Mitch Trubisky uh, led Pittsburgh on an opening drive. Drive was capped off by a 13-yard touchdown pass. He finished the night 4 of 7 for 63 yards and a touchdown. Oh, that's exciting. Mason Rudolph, entering his fifth season with the Steelers, he picked up where Trubisky left off, went 9 of 15 for 93, 26-yard touchdown pass to uh, George Pickens, who looked great. Remember, at one one point, Pickens was like the guy out of Georgia. And then Kenny Pickett, the number 20 pick, uh, another number 20 pick in the draft, uh, he, he went... With 95 yards passing, two touchdowns on 13 for 15, and everybody in Pittsburgh was like, give him a job. Anyway, they all, all three of them looked good, Trubisky, Rudolph, and Pickett, so I don't know that that cleared up anything for the Steelers. Uh, as far as the Broncos at quarterback, Geno Smith and Drew Locke. Geno Smith, 101 yards passing, 10 of 15, had a two-yard touchdown run. He's 31 years old. I, he still has the edge over Drew Locke, who played well, 11 of 15 for 102. So congratulations, uh... Congratulations, Seahawks fans. 
You have Geno Smith and Drew Locke. Enjoy. And then there's the Panthers, who won, uh, who beat the Commanders 23-21. to Baker Mayfield, 4 of 7 for 45. Sam Darnold, uh, 2 of 3 for 8. That's exciting. P.J. Walker got most of the playing time. 10 of 19 for 136. Preseason juggernaut. P.J. Walker, 10 of 19 for 136. And then Matt Corral was not good. One of nine for 11. Is that true? Wow. So nothing really cleared up in any of those. Trubisky, Rudolph, and Pickett all played well for the Steelers. Geno and Drew Locke both played well for the Broncos. And the Panthers, it does appear that Baker Mayfield has the edge over Sam Darnold. And P.J. Walker certainly uh, comported himself well to whatever extent that means or whatever for whatever that's worth, I should say. Matt Rule says, by the way, that he won't name a starter for the regular season until after the team's August 19th matchup with the Patriots, in case you were contemplating a Panthers bet. Uh, we'll come back. A whole bunch to get to on the other side, including what's next, Brian? I can't even remember. Uh, we have Wes Reynolds. Wes Reynolds, golf, again, next. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.